You are about to embark on a show about four people who find themselves thrust into the backstories of pop culture history. Join Christopher DeVos, J.L. Trost, Laura DeVos, and Sabrina Pierre as they poorly impersonate celebrities, drink a lot of beer, and answer very hard trivia questions. You are now listening to Podcast 42. I don't know why you're so excited. It's like the worst theme park Orlando has to offer. Seriously? It doesn't compare to the others at all. Like Disney. Universal. Gatorland. SeaWorld. Holy Land. Fun Spot. Bush Gardens. No foreshadowed pun intended. Okay, I get it. But it's new. And shiny. And we should give it a chance. If worse comes to worse, we'll just never come back. You've said that about every theme park we have ever visited and we always come back chris why did you move to orlando all those years ago if you're not a theme park person umbrella drinks oh i like umbrella drinks what's umbrella drinks you know those cocktails the little tiny umbrella in them they don't have those in ohio oh i thought you meant when the bartender opens up an umbrella turns it upside down and fills it with tequila who does that olive garden where you are family I've never seen that done out on Olive Garden. Well, that's something my family does for Christmas, so Olive Garden has to do it as well. It's their slogan. I'm going to Sabrina's for Christmas. Olive Garden aside, I'm pretty sure they had umbrella drinks in Ohio. Maybe, but not with palm trees swaying in the background. Oh, I learned to climb a palm tree when I was in kindergarten. We had to, or we would fail gym class. I'm glad I didn't take gym class in Florida. I would fail. Gym class in Buffalo was making the best wing sauce. Shouldn't that have been home ec? No, because you had to make the sauce while defending your home from muggers. It involves a lot of swinging of baseball bats and measuring of hot sauce. That's how I make banana pudding, only minus the hot sauce. Why don't we look at the map? Map? Where we're going, we don't need maps. Uh, Back to the Future reference? Yeah, I figured if you guys can banter, so can I. Hey, JL, before we get started on any of these rides, there's a beer cart over there. Yeah, let's banter over there. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you think. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you drink. It's cooler than you drink, yeah. What? I want to banter over there. Are we bantering and starting the beer cooler? Yes, we are. Because (laughs) somebody. (laughs) That's not how I thought it would go. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (sighs) Why are we paying $10 a bottle when you normally bring your own jail? Security reasons. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of smells like peas. What is this beer that smells like peas? (laughs) It's a beer based off your favorite rap group. Drone Thugs in Harmony. Run DMC. Why does it smell like yeah. peas? It's a Berliner Weiss with passion fruit and hibiscus. I like it. Are you sure this isn't a liquid sweet tart? I have no idea. I haven't tasted it yet. What was your reaction? A liquid sweet tart? Taste how did, it. How did your reaction go, though? How was that sound effect? <laughs> now tell me. <laughs> tell me I'm not wrong. <laughs> This is exactly if you took a sweet tart, ground it into powder, and stirred it in water. No, it tastes like sour peas. What is sour peas? I don't know, but that. I don't know what sour peas are, but I think Chris is right. It does sound like somebody took candy and, like, crushed it up, and instead of snorting it, they just put it right in this beer. I like it. (laughs) Are you serious? Upon first sip, Sabrina's the only one. Let's see how this goes. It smells like peas. It does not smell like peas. It does. Where do you get your peas? I don't, I don't know, know, but I'm going to that other beer cart over there. I think no, I, I see they have high life. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a like peas, yeah. like mushy peas. Yeah, I was gonna say like mushy peas. Yeah. Mushy peas. Yeah, I can smell that. Yeah, I can. I can yeah. 
That's all I can think of now. And when I drink it, all I all I get is mushy peas. Well, stay tuned to the end of the show when we rate the beer based on a six pack. One being the worst, six being the best. This makes sense to everybody in the world except for one lone Canadian. And there is a ride over there. Looks like Spaceship Earth at Epcot if Spaceship Earth was made from a cardboard box from Amazon. It even has the Amazon smile on it. Smile? Amazon doesn't deliver their boxes with a smile on it. They always have a frown on them. Frown? That doesn't make any sense. It's a smile. Why would they deliver packages with a frown on them? Wouldn't that send a negative message? No. The frown is because they left their cozy home in the Amazon factory, so they are scared. And then, after you open the package, it becomes a smile. What in Mugger's hot sauce are you talking about? I'm guessing the delivery driver always puts the box upside down on her porch. Yeah, and then when she opens the box, she turns it the right way. Oh, I see. Or witches. Well, there's no line. (laughs) (laughs) Were you considering the possibility of actually being witches? Like you took a long pause. I believe everything is blamed on. It's like... So I was trying to figure out why Sabrina was summoning the witches this time. That's my thing. I was trying to get you on my side. I know. She was like, oh. Witches. Witches. (laughs) Maybe there is witches. Yeah. I personally like the transition. (laughs) Well, that... And then I was trying to figure out what to say to that because the next line is super abrupt. (laughs) Non sequitur. <laughs> yep. Well, anyways, guys, there's no line for this ride. Let's go on. Did you see that this ride is called the Universe of Shaving? Maybe that's something that Chris and JL can learn a little bit about. Yeah. Seriously, guys, your chins look like Grizzly Adams lost the bet. How so? Like Grizzly Adams bet the bear that he could catch more salmon with his bare hands. Well, not his bare hands, but his unbare bare hands. So the bet is he could catch more salmon with his human hands than the bear could catch with his bare bare hands and the loser had to shave with a blindfold on. That was a long way to just say, it looks like you shaved with a blindfold on. I've been growing this beard for five months. Same. Alright, yeah, and a newborn baby has more hair on their chin than the two of you combined. Hashtag truth. Regardless, there is still no line for this ride. Probably because it's just us and four other people in this park. And I don't think those other people are under the age 90. I don't know. That one guy looks like he could pass for 85. Come on, let's just go. All right, this is a dark ride. Well, at least I can take a nap if it's bad. For those who don't know what a dark ride is, a dark ride or ghost train is an indoor amusement ride on which guests board guided vehicles that travel through space specially lit scenes that typically contain animation, sound, music, and special effects. This type of ride appeared as early as the 19th century in exhibits such as Tunnels of Love, Scary Thing Attractions, and Interactive Stories. Sabrina, who are, who are you talking to? No one. I'm editing a Wikipedia page. Right now? Yeah. I forgot to do it last night, and this ride jogged my memory. So, to continue... The term light dark refers to ride through attractions with scenes that use black lights, where visible light is prevented from entering, and only show elements that are highlighted under ultraviolet spots. The size of the room is thus concealed, and forced perspective, Pepper's Ghost, and other visual track tricks are used to create the illusion of distance. Uh, all done? Yeah, for now. Anyone hungry? Not now. We are getting on the ride. What ride? The history of shaving! Oh, yeah. Grizzly Adams lost a bit. Please take small children by the hand and watch your step on the moving platform. The platform is moving at the same speed as your shaving machine vehicle. Please take small children by the hand and watch your step onto the moving platform. The platform and your shaving machine vehicle are moving at the same speed. We already did that. Grab your seats. I see those other people coming, and I want the best seat. By the time they shuffle over here, 
the park will be closed. I think we're okay. I'm at the back, bro. I'll start with jail. The sliding doors of your shaving machine will close automatically. Please keep your arms, legs, head, elbows, big toe, little toe, middle finger, and buttocks inside the moving vehicle at all times. Darn! <sighs> no mooning. Party pooper. During your slow-moving journey, your shaving machine will slowly rotate backwards and may stop momentarily. For your safety, remain seated at all times. And this ride is excruciatingly slow. Almost like time has stood still and death has overtaken you when you were not paying attention. Have fun. <laughs> that does not sound like fun at all. Sounds like it won't be a problem to just step off whenever we want. Except this ride has air conditioning, and we are out of the Florida sun and in air conditioning. I'm all right just hanging out in the air conditioning for 15 minutes or so. I mean, it can't be that bad. It is that bad, but YOLO air conditioning. No, that's unsettling. I thought it was a pre-programmed voiceover. It is. Oh, okay. We're good then. This is the universe of shaving main brain. On behalf of Bitch Shaving, welcome aboard. Did it say Bitch Shaving? I think it was supposed to be Bick Shaving. Bick makes Raver. Ravers, yeah. Make this ride a lot more interesting. <laughs> Bick makes razors, right? No, I did say Bitch Shaving. Bitch Shaving is a sponsor of this ride. Oh, I'm very familiar with this product because every time I have to shave, I bitch about it. Seriously, you two men can walk around all hairy with your pretend beards and your braided armpit hair, overgrown backyard back hair and such. And women are expected to shave everything down like we are naked mole rats. I would say men are expected to shave more nowadays, but you're mostly right. Now we are going to take your picture which you can then purchase in the gift shop after the ride is over. You also find the Universe of Shaving t-shirts, mugs, keychains, plushie dolls, zippy cups, ratchet sets, cookies, and bitch shaving sets. Ratchet sets? Now locate the monitor overhead, to the right but slightly to the left. Make sure your face is clearly visible. Stick your chin out for a better picture. Don't grit your teeth. Hold your shoulders back. Tilt your head slightly to the right and pull back your cheekbones. Try to act natural and wait for the flash. Good. Everyone looked good except for Chris. We are sending the photo to the gift shop. Pictures are $29.99 and include a cardboard frame. But now all systems are a go. Let's now enter into the universe of Shaving. feel like we've been on this ride for an hour already. No, it's only been 45 minutes. But at least we passed the picture part. Looks like we're starting with the caveman era. The women probably didn't shave in those times. Laura, you should have been born then. Haha, <laughs> very funny. I wonder if they'll cover Monday Night Football. Probably not. You do know that that part of the script was made up, right? Uh, uh, no, I didn't. I wrote a book report based on the information from that episode. I'm screwed. Well, you should know what parts were fact and which were fiction since you wrote most of that. I know, I know. I just needed to get it done. Wait a minute. A book report? For what school? You're not in school. Uh, no, I'm not in school, but my mom likes me to read over the summer and turn in book reports to make sure my brain doesn't get lazy for the next semester. But you're not going to school in the fall or ever at the moment. But I could! That's the point! No mushy mush brain for me! Look at the auto-animatronic cavemen and women! Cavemen and cavewomen are often depicted entirely covered with hair, looking like a bunch of hairy hippies. A bunch of really hairy, stinking hippies. They have no determination to get jobs or contribute to society in any way, shape, or form, but instead prefer to listen to their hippie music and drive around in their hippie cars and spend many hours smoking the devil's lettuce. However, archaeologists have come to believe that they were the first ones to embrace shaving. So what you're saying is that they were part of the stoned age. Seriously? 
Even the cave women were under men's thumbs to look a certain way. Chased around by wild beasts and living without the Food Network, and they can't even catch a break. Unlike modern times, though, shaving wasn't for looks. It was entirely for safety. It was for safety so they didn't start fires when they rubbed over each other's dirty cave people's nooks and crannies. True. No axe body spray or condoms. Um, not quite. That is so unsettling when the pre-programmed voice does that. Isn't it? It's almost like you're not the first snarky people to pass this way. Yeah, it has a point there. Both men and women during the Stone Age often shaved their heads and faces so their opponents in battle wouldn't have the advantage of grabbing onto anything. Like their iPhone Unos. It also helped to prevent frostbite. But how did they shave? It wasn't like there was a target to. I'm glad you asked. They didn't have targets back then. They had Uggs. They did not have Uggs. I don't even know what that is. So creeped out. It was just a joke because cavemen said Ugg a lot, at least in the cartoons. (sighs) Cavemen did not say Ugg. Stone Age people actually communicated by Morse code, but instead of banging sticks together, they blew enormous stone spherical trombones, which they pushed around like giant balls. Speaking of giant balls. It's one of the reasons Stone Age people were so fit. No processed food and having to roll big rocks around to communicate. How do you know that? Uh, the year before his book report. To answer your question about how they shaved, it meant taking a stone, whittling it down to a sharp angle, and sliding the stone down your face. Hey, that's how I shave now. To get the smaller stuff, they use shells like tweezers. Hey, uh, JL, I got you a bunch of shells for Christmas. It's to tweeze with. Uh... Thanks. Cave people often did not live past 25 years old. Obviously, they were tweezing too much. Ooh, it looks like we're passing into ancient Egypt and Mesopotamia now. We are now passing into ancient Egypt and Mesopotamia now. But you already knew that because somebody (laughs) spoiled it for you. She's really good at that. It was one time. One time. Loki died? Yeah. Look at the Egyptian auto-animatronics. They're bald. Like, everywhere. Uh, it looks like they still have eyebrows. How can you even see that? It's so dark in here. See? That one over there? Yeah. He has a monobrow, and it's all I can see at the moment. Great. That's all I see now, too. You're welcome. Stop looking at the monobrow guy and listen. The Egyptians did not use sharpened rocks. They figured out that it caused face burn really early. More like face bleeding and skin removal. It looks like the Egyptians just decided to get rid of all the hair and be done with it, both men and women. Do you want to just take over the voice work? I mean, I could. Go for it. In Egypt and Mesopotamia, it was common for women and men to remove all their body hair. Except monobrows. (sighs) Poor monobrow guy. Oh, I have extra tweezers. I'm going to throw them at him. Don't you dare. We will get kicked off this ride. Do it. Christopher. You did a good job, but I'm taking over again. Whatever. The shaving of all the body meant that you were clean and also conformed to a beauty standard set by women like Cleopatra. See, women started it. Did they, though? Yeah, the narrative thing just said it was a beauty standard set by women like Cleopatra. Probably because one woman did it and some guy went nutso gaga over it. Right! So she told that one friend that was having a hard time landing a guy and said, Hey, I did this thing. Try it. And so that friend tried it and all the guys circled her like she was free barbecue at the fair. So of course she told her friends who told her friends who told her friends. And the next thing you know, men are demanding shaved women with monobrows. That scenario was all still started by a woman. You're such a pig. Oink, oink. Both men and women of the time used popular tactics to remove hair like tweezers made from seashells. Shells again! If only my ancestors invested in the shell market, I'd be stinking rich right now. They also used pumice stones, beeswax, and other sugar-based waxes, which they would then apply and rip off like we do today. According to the Encyclopedia of Hair... There is an Encyclopedia of Hair? Yes, I just said that. Is there an Encyclopedia of Nair? No, that would be silly. No sillier than an Encyclopedia of Hair. Or an Encyclopedia of Cher. Please stop. An Encyclopedia of Flair? Woo! 
I did ask you to stop, did I not? Well, I thought of the share one before Laura said something, but uh, she beat me to it. I don't even know what an encyclopedia flare would contain. Flare, like from Office Space when Jennifer Aniston didn't have enough flare on her suspenders? Oh, that would be an interesting encyclopedia. Sounds like a dick book thing. They make books of that? I mean, I know sometimes I get pictures on my Facebook Messenger from the strange men I don't know, but I didn't know someone made a whole book. I mean, I didn't even ask for one picture, and now I might get a whole book of them? Wait, what? What What do you think I said? DK Books, Sabrina. It's a publisher that does all those behind-the-scenes books and stuff. Oh. Well, I don't want to know what goes on behind the scenes. I, I get enough of those pictures in the front of the scenes already. According to the Encyclopedia of Hair, scientists found copper razors dating back to 3000 B.C., the tools were among the runes in Egypt and Mesopotamia as well. Some evidence of women in Turkey were found to use homemade paste to remove much of their body hair. Yeah, but that's not what pasties are for. Paste, not pasties. What would you do if they hadn't invented gutters? What exactly does that mean? Your mind would have no place to live. Burn! Mm. That's so true. <laughs> it's not nice. <laughs> that's what the narrator would say. <laughs> Now our shaving machines are passing into the time of the Roman Empire. Oh, sometimes I roam. Roam where you want to. Roam around the world. This looks similar to Egypt and Mesopotamia, except only the women are shaved. You will notice this looks similar to Egypt and Mesopotamia, except only the women are shaved. Wealthy women removed all of their body hair with such tools as pumice stones, Razors made from flint, scary-looking tweezers called vocellas, and dilapidatory creams. Let me guess. Men were free to wear their body hair however they liked and walk around like gross Bigfoot. You got it, sister. But wait until you hear about how they get rid of pubic hair. Pubes. If you look to your left, in the case are different types of vocellas. It looks like something you would catch lobsters with. Or perhaps turn sausage on a grill? Like... <laughs> no one can see that, Sabrina. <laughs> Pubic hair was seen as uncivilized to people in the Roman Empire and Greece. With young women being subjected to the vocella, the second a pubic hair appeared. What? Did they have pubic hair spotters? Was that a job? That was not a job. I spot a pubic hair! I see one too! That's not funny. That torture device thing looks like it hurts. It does explain why so many paintings and sculptures of women during this time were sans pubes. Women are about to get a little bit of a break as we pass Queen Elizabeth I. She ruled from 1558 to 1603. What did she do? Invent a less painful torture device? Seems like she invented crepe paper mache neck braces. Oh, that's not a neck brace. It's a fan to ward off foul smells and infections. Isn't that infectious? There's a lot of poop around. I... I don't want to know how you know that. Wikipedia editor, remember? Queen Elizabeth I decreed that the hair on your head should be groomed, meaning eyebrows had to be shaped and mustaches should be removed. What torture device was hey, used for the hey nani nani? Actually nothing. Leg and pubic hair was free reign. Do whatever you want. Woohoo! There was also a trend to remove the hair from the top of your forehead. Why? I was getting to that. It'd make your face appear longer. Anyone got a razor? <laughs> I want a long face. Just think of something sad instead. Huh? <sighs> I'm not a horse, Chris. <laughs> Wilbur. <laughs> Some were to have said to rub walnut oil and cat poo on it to prevent hair growth on their forehead of their daughters. Cat poo of Olay? Thinking about the marketing nightmare. I ain't rubbing cat poo nowhere. I will keep my short face all day, every day. Of Olay. Makes your face longer and is a good treat for your dog, too. Eh, maybe not it's such a marketing nightmare after all. This next room is new to me. I have actually never seen it before. It appears to contain a giant fishbowl. That is one giant fishbowl fact bowl. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take over for a moment. Fishbowl facts. Fishbowl fact number one. The average American male begins to shave between the ages of 14 and to 16 years of age. I started when I was 32. <laughs> He's now 62. <laughs> Fishbowl fact number two. Shaving does not cause your hair to grow back thicker. This common myth exists because of the natural taper end of your facial hair. New and short strands tend to stick straight up from the follicles, looking thicker 
than the hair they replace. Was that two fishbowl facts? Because that's usually about how long you speak during fishbowl facts. Fishbowl fact number three. While shaving, a person removes much, about as much skin as hair. <laughs> that's why it burns. Fishbowl fact number four. Most people improperly store their razor blade by leaving their razor in the shower. The damp, dewy environment causes the blade to rust faster and becomes vulnerable to more bacteria. Fishbowl fact number five. Most shaving problems aren't caused by the razor. Most issues aren't a direct result of the tool, but the way it's used. These problems can be solved with a better technique. Fishbowl fact number six. Ten feet is the length of the longest mustache on record grown by Berger Pellis of Sweden. Fishbowl fact number seven. Hair grows faster during the day than at night. Fishbowl fact number eight. Shaving cream didn't always come in aerosol cans. The method wasn't even introduced until 1950. That was new and kind of weird. Let's proceed into the 17th and 1800s. Look at the giant statue of a straight razor. It's all in gold. I bet I can steal that and get some nice coin for it. Who's going to buy a giant golden straight razor? Uh, Everyone knows giants became extinct in 2011. Wait a minute. Giants were around until 2011? Uh, yeah. They lived in New York. Were they the New York Giants? No! Not the football team, silly! You can be so dim sometimes. Uh Uh-huh. The Giants lived in Brooklyn Heights near the Fruit Streets. Fruit Streets? Yeah, they owned a bakery. They made the best bread in New York. And you could pay with alcohol. How do you people not know this? Pay with alcohol? Yeah, it was called free rye for rum. Say that again, but faster. Free rye for rum. Free rye for rum. What? Do you smell the blood of an Englishman? (laughs) What an odd question. Are you guys done? Eh, for now. In the 1700s, the first real straight razor was created by Jean-Jacques Perret and is represented by the golden straight razor you see before you. It was originally designed for men. Of course. But women used it as well. I'm sure after the men dulled it down the blade with their hard beard and butt stubble. Wait, are we supposed to shave our butts? In this time in history, there wasn't one single beauty standard dictating how women groom their own body hair. It's about time. I'm going back to the 1700s and braiding my armpit hair. I do that now. We know. I noticed you use teal, orange, blue, and white beads. Gotta represent my team, the dolphins. Then, when the 1800s rolled around, an even safer razor was created by King Camp Gillette. All hail the king! He actually wasn't a king. It was just his name. Well, then I'm changing my name to Queen Laura. And I'm changing my name to Cool Mode D. Already taken. And I'm changing my name to Cool Mode D. Now it's been taken twice. I'll be Cool Mode D. And you be cool mode dumb. But I don't want to be cool mode. I don't. (laughs) I don't want to be cool mode dumb. You be cool mode dumb, and I'll be cool mode. (laughs) God damn it! Wait, God. Twenty minutes on one line. (laughs) I don't want to be cool mode dumb. You be cool mode dumb, and I'll be cool mode. Jeez, cool mode dumb. You can't get this line down. <laughs> but I don't want to be cool mode dumb. You be cool mode dumb, and I'll be cool mode D. Once again, already taken twice. Except for cool mode dumb, of course, which is cool mode D's much less intelligent cousin. Why are you always going to try to trick me? It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. <laughs> that's right on time. It's tricky. Wrong group. I know. I didn't know how to work Wild Wild West into the conversation. (laughs) By the way, hate to interrupt. No, please interrupt. Gillette Razor was still marketed for men. Women would not get a dedicated razor for many more decades. Never mind. Jail and Sabrina keep going on about 80s rappers. No. I'm sorry. I mean, no. We are coming into the 1900s room, and the first safety razor specially, specifically, specially, specifically for women... That sparked a movement. I've got a movement. How much longer is this ride? That chocolate-covered corn dog is starting to affect me. I told you that was a bad idea. 
but it came with Guy Fieri's donkey sauce. It might have had real donkey in it. No, that one was $12. The one I got was only 8 In 1915, Gillette created the, the Lady Decolate for ladies. Well, it's about time. With that razor, they also launched the first great anti-underarm hair campaign. Good. Men don't realize that they need to shave their pits, too. This campaign focused on women to use the razor on their armpit hair. Of course. In the ads, women were now urged to remove objectionable hair. Chris, shave your pits. I do. JL, shave everything. Hey! The ads were geared for women, like I said, to remove hair from their own bodies, mostly their underarms. This first got attention because sleeveless dresses were all the rage in the 1920s. Sleeveless shirts are all the rage in Polk County, Florida, and no guy is shaving those Rapunzel locks. This was probably one of the first trends of fashion targeting women and how they should shave. Imagine what the Bigfoot community felt. Right? Imagine the size of those weed eater blades. With World War II, the expectation for women was to shave their legs too. Oh look! We just entered the World War II room, and there are women shaving their legs in fighter planes. I don't think that is accurate. What about the women shaving their legs inside of tanks? You know, I like how they let us look inside a tank, though. That's cool. You know, I don't think women shave their legs in tanks. How is that even possible? According to these models, tanks apparently had showers in them. I'm pretty sure tanks did not have showers in them. Sushi bars? Maybe. But definitely not showers. As the fashion of the 40s and 50s targeted skirts for women, it was more and more encouraged for them to shave their legs. This next room is really interesting. Is that a pantyhose factory on fire? And why are all the firefighters wearing skirts? During the war, as much as like other goods and services, there was a shortage of nylon. Women were tragically affected because they couldn't wear stockings every day. More like Freed, do you Mr. Ride narrator want to wear stockings every day? Well, I don't have legs, so... Ugh, so let me guess. Since women had to go bare-legged and to be deemed socially acceptable, women had to shave their legs. Yes. Until then, the only women who shaved their legs were dancers, whose legs people were obviously paying a lot of attention to. Pretty sure they weren't paying attention to their legs. Perv. He really is. Shh! We're entering the 1950s room. Wow, those skirts got high! I didn't think that happened until Walmarts got big. Right? Seeing more leg than ever, which means more shaving. And tweezing of eyebrows, thanks to Hollywood. Let me guess, men didn't have to shave anything. Nope, only their golf scores. The next room is just a giant bikini bottom! Yes, this is the area of shaving that women needed to be concerned with. They're hey-hoos, or hoo-hahs. Or bikini area. <laughs> the bikini was invented in 1946. Probably by a man. Uh, yes, by French designer Louis Rayard. How do you know that? I once took a course in college on French bathing suit designers. That's a thing. Oh, it's a thing. My favorite was the French brand Kiwi Saint Tropez, because not only do they cater to the whole family, but also placed a special emphasis on material selection and craftsmanship. Wow, I'm impressed. Also, they have a lot of topless beaches in France. True. That's why the first part of the course, the tops, was the easiest. The second half focused on the bottoms. That was 90% of the grade. I can see why you and Chris are friends. Because of the bikini, this set the stage for women to start trimming up in the South. Yeah, but didn't the 60s and 70s encourage women to, like, plant the jungle? <laughs> plant the short and curlies. Carpet the lady garden. It's true. But the 80s and 90s encouraged it to be trimmed or shaved completely. Is that why this next room has a Back to the Future memorabilia in it? Arcade machines, David Hasselhoff, and porn. Yes, exactly. During this time, images and video of women's shaved mons pubis was the trend, and the Brazilian wax hit the mainstream. Wow, this next room has an audio animatronic getting a Brazilian wax? That seems a little graphic. This is a recreation of the first salon offering a complete wax sometime around 1987. I think that's supposed to be Gwyneth Paltrow on the table. Figures. By the way, do not buy her candles. Also, all of this is very sexist. Not quite. What do you mean, not quite? 
<laughs> because women were not being told to shave, unlike the ancient Roman times. It was just suggested they should in everything they saw or read. So, <laughs> it was directly sexist through peer pressure and cultural status run by the media. Exactly. Oh, I like this next room. It's Miley Cyrus naked with a full bush, long glitter bombed armpit hair, and a cute tiny hat. Yes. <laughs> Guess who got a visual? <laughs> the tiny hat was for Laura. <laughs> she likes tiny hats. Yes, after a century of being told what to do with their hair by men, the modern woman is deciding on their own. Men no longer have the power to dictate it. It's about time. Oh, don't try to play like you are ever enlightened. I am a little. Actually, I, I don't care. Yeah, I don't have that many strong thoughts on it either. Oh, I do. I'm smooth everywhere. My kids have nicknamed me Slip and Slide. Today, both men and women shave or not shave various parts of their body. There are even specialty devices targeting men to shave their turkey neck and dumplings. Women often go without shaving their armpits and then post a picture online. It's about time. Who knows what happened in the next 300,000 years on this big ball we call Earth. I exaggerated the number, yes. Well, no one knows for sure what we'll see or do. I do know it'll be quite a shaving adventure. A shaving adventure that we will take and make together. Uh, that sounds vaguely familiar. Welcome back, shaving travelers. Now, Bitch Shaving invites you to visit Project Pube, an exciting world of new ideas and innovations made possible by Bitch Shaving on Ingenuity. Your vehicle doors will open automatically. Please keep your hands away from the doors and step carefully onto the moving platform. I sure hope the rest of the park isn't this weird and gross. It's not. The next closest ride is a roller coaster called the Colostomy Bag. I hope we get front row! First, we have to walk through this play area and gift shop. Please keep Chris away from those monitors over there. Hey, look at those monitors over there. Great. This is cool. I just pressed the button and watch. Pop quiz! Get out your pens and your papers, your notepads, your scented markers, your unscented erasers, the pink ones, the long pink ones. That's what she said. <laughs> this pop quiz is called I Saw a Group of Men w Waiting for a Shave. It was a barbecue. Wah, wah. <laughs> or <laughs> a, barbecue. a barbecue. Or a friend of mine used to shave lions and sell the fur. It was his main income. This is five general knowledge facts on shaving in order of the easiest to the hardest. To test your knowledge, score one point for each correct answer. Hopefully they're all right this week. Question number one. <laughs> <laughs> Are they ever? Nah, I got a 50-50 shot. What materials were the pharaohs of Egypt razors made out of? What materials were the pharaohs of Egypt's razors made out of? It's not in the script. I thought it was in the script. Nope. The yeah. razors. The tweezers were in the script, but the mm. razors were not in the script. Mm. Hint. It's not the tweezer materials. Don't look at me like that. I didn't pay attention this entire script. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They were like barbecue turning things. No, those were the tweezers and like... Those were the tweezers. The medieval times. Yes. And I saw a picture of those online. They do look very scary. Question number two. How many hours is the average person estimated to spend shaving in their lifetime? From the moment they pick up the razor to the moment they're in the grave. Oh, so like how long are they alive from the first time they shaved? No, how many hours on average during their whole entire <laughs> you said, lifetime? You said by the time they pick up the razor till they're in the grave. Right. How many hours between so. those two periods... Of their life. How much are they shaving? It's shaving. If you shave, if you had, if you started shaving and then stopped till you completed this number of hours, what would those numbers of hours be? Z, ZZ Top Band is excluded. Except for Frank Beard. Yes, the guy who has beard in his name is the only one without a beard. <laughs> I think he changed his name. Maybe. That way he could have a beard. Yeah. Question number three. In what year was shaving cream introduced for women? Oh, for women. For women. Women's specific shaving cream. 
It's shaving cream with breasts on it. Hey-o. Question number four. What is the medical term for razor burn? This is what doctors call razor burn. It has a term medically. Hint. Your doctor will never say this term to you. Hint. If you're going to the hospital for razor burn, you probably shouldn't. That's a lot of money. Unless you got a good copay. I don't know why you're saying that. I took you to the ER last week for it. To the Oh, that explains a lot. That was a kidney stone. Um, Again? <laughs> no. <laughs> it just keeps coming back. <laughs> it's because he refuses to find out if he passed it. And question number five. What was the original reason that Fidel Castro grew his beard? He did not always have a beard. And then he had a beard for this reason. And it wasn't that he was furloughed. <laughs> Hint, he was never furloughed. He could have been. You don't know. All right. <laughs> she might. Pins down. Question number one. What materials were the pharaohs of Egypt's razors made out of? Laura, you've been to Egypt. You should know this. Oh, yeah. Because we talked about razors. Really. Oh, you went with the Bengals that one time. I walked like an Egyptian. Uh-huh. I put copper. Jail. Gold. Sabrina. Copper. Correct answer is gold and silver. But you can have you can get the point for gold. None of you are impressed with that. Question number two: How many hours is the average person estimated to spend shaving in their lifetime, Sabrina? Three hundred and sixty-four hours. That's oddly specific. Jail. Four twenty. <laughs> You're back in the stone age. That's right. <laughs> Laura. Forty-two. Forty-two hours. Yes. Nine hundred hours. That's a lot of hours. The equivalent I of win by Price is Right rules. <laughs> I don't even think I've shaved one hour this year. It'd be I believe that. The equivalent of 37 and a half days, and the average is between 15 and 75, is how they figure that out. <sighs> That's a lot. Question number That's three lot. In what like year? It takes me that long to shave. 50 minutes. Yeah. Done. That's because you take a garden ring, too. In what year was shaving cream introduced for women? Jail. 1984. Sabrina. 1954. Laura. 1970. Jail's the closest. 1986. Ah. So that's when they added on the Remember 60s tax. and 70s? <laughs> like, was the whole, like, free the Bush era? Yeah. So the 80s was when Brazilians came out. So why? that's why I'm like, makes sense for shaving cream to come out. And it had to come in a pink can. Because remember, if you pink buy tax. everything in pink, that means the pink tax is in there because it's geared towards women. That's why it's more expensive for women to buy razors and shaving cream than it is for men. But really, women could have just been using men's shaving cream. That's pro- they probably did all along. Same thing with deodorant, too. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but I don't want to smell like Chris, so I need a different smelling deodorant. Seems just, like shaving cream is pretty universal, though. I don't think you're really... I'm just happy if I don't smell bad. You're not <laughs> sitting next to her, so it's really no, a benefit. Check it out. <gasps> Ripe. (laughs) Question number four. What is the medical term for razor burn, Sabrina? Burnalicious Soherticus. (laughs) Wow, you got it right on the head. Yes! That's what she said. Laura. I put red bump. That's the medical term? Yep. Red bumps. Red bumps. J.L. Stubble pyro. (laughs) The correct term is... Pseudophilescadiscabarbary bree. I think actually all three of us had a better answer than that. (laughs) (laughs) Question number five. What was the original reason that Fidel Castro grew his beard, J.L.? Communism. Sabrina. Ingrown hairs. Laura. I put to look more powerful. The real reason is his supply of Gillette blades was cut off. Because of communism. Yes, because the United States said the United States said goodbye, Cuba. Sources for this script were Mick.com and Behind the Music featuring Camper Van Beethoven. Who? Camper Van Beethoven. That's not even a real person. It is a real band. What song did they have? Um they turned into Cracker. Oh, they went low. Yeah. I don't know any other Cracker songs. Uh, there's one more, but I can't think of it off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah, me either. So let's see what you have to say about shaving, which is not a whole lot. On, nobody does it right now. <laughs> yeah. On Facebook, Vlado says, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. And he said that in the form of an office meme. So I appreciate you actually using a meme to answer a question that I have used audio for <laughs> that I can actually use the meme. So you get points for that, Vlado. 
Laura says, I just shredded my leg shaving. Not, Not Laura. Oh, okay. Not this Laura. Different Laura. I just shredded my leg shaving. I need to just pay for waxing. Ooh. Laura hasn't shaved since pre-quarantine. <sighs> Why do I have to? Exactly. But yet she shames Chris and I for his stubble beard Listen, and my I don't full have a luscious. beard. Do I? Do I have a beard? No. It's uh, audio, so nobody knows if that's true or not. She doesn't have a beard. Thank you. <laughs> yes, she You're does. Welcome. His name's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, snap. That's hot. I'm feeling that <laughs> razor burn. Apparently the top Stubble of my pyro. cheek and the bottom of my cheek can grow hair, but the middle of my cheek absolutely refuses. Stop talking about your butt, Chris. So it's got... <laughs> I got a racing stripe. <laughs> No. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> yeah. That's my racing stripe. That away, skids. <laughs> so Laura told me the other day that um was yeah, it was Kyle that suggested that I grow the hair over. Well he didn't like suggest I make it longer. That, no. So you have a comb over now? So I have that a comb over here. Beard. A beard oh, comb over? Happens. Yeah. I remember this post about his comb over. -over. Yeah, a beard comb over. Which is why I suggested we all shave Chris at the end of this show. To which Laura said, his beard, and I said, we just shaved Chris. That won't be pretty. And Chris said, no, it's an hour-long show, not a 24-hour-long show. It's taken, do you know how long it's taken me to grow this horrible-looking beard? Yes, but your last day of work was March 15th. (laughs) (laughs) And it still doesn't look like a beard. Man, I've grown two since then. (laughs) Susan says... I must ask you a question, but I'll shave it for later. (laughs) Lizzie says, I used to shave everywhere, but then COVID happened, and I thought to myself, who am I shaving for anyway? That's why I grew my beard. Exactly. (laughs) And then Schneider left a very detailed description of how he likes his women downstairs. So I didn't repeat that. You can read that on your own. (laughs) I'm like, you're in the wrong group, Schneider. (laughs) Maybe you should join a porn group. On Twitter, Turn of Phrases, which is having their last show. and then Ever? They, yep. Says, I do armpits every, sho- every shower and legs when I want to. I tend to do legs at least a couple times a week in the summer, maybe more. Winter? More like a few times a month. I shave for my own comfort, so I like the way it makes me feel, but it's not my favorite activity. Don't be See, jealous of my braided armpits, Jane. No, I... <laughs> Got more me, hair than I do. <laughs> armpit hair to me is is probably the one thing I think, no matter what, should be groomed. Always. Mm. Yeah. You brush it out. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, I could look at, like, for women. I'll, I'll take for women because they're the ones who are mostly kind of... Pink tacks. Shamed into shaving. But I can see a woman with hairy legs and it doesn't bother me. But I don't know, hairy armpits just kind of give me the heebie-jeebies. I don't know why. That's that's, yeah. that's my take on shaving. I. <laughs> Bye, Chris. Chris yeah. just went to shave in the middle of the show because he didn't realize how much Laura hated armpit hair. Yeah. Yeah. And he's wearing a sleeveless shirt, and seeing as how he lives in Polk County. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's got the Bob Marley braids going. Like if my armpits aren't shaved, then I just wear shirts that have cover sleeves. it yeah. yeah sabrina nobody knows that anything on you is shaved you're like strawberry blonde nobody's seeing anything your freckles show more than your hair <laughs> i mean you're not but wrong yeah, like, but okay, but that's the thing too so yeah. if you don't want to shave your armpits that's fine but i don't want to yeah, i'm pretty sure daniel shaves his armpits more than i shave your husband armpits. shaves everything except for that one little bullseye spot in the back <laughs> of his head <laughs> yes i don't like the hairy armpits so i shave my armpits no that's right Right. I don't like how it looks. No, it doesn't look good. I just, I feel like if you're lifting up and all of a sudden, it's just like, yeah, I'm not a fan of armpit hair. It slows me down in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it doesn't look good in the pool when it's wet either. It looks like a monster. It's like the shaggy dog. I thought she had wings. (laughs) (laughs) They flap on their own. (laughs) Then bald men hang under my armpits. (laughs) (laughs) Call it their toupee. Oh, oh. <laughs> stop. What? It's true. <laughs> I thought those were children. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't have any phone calls. What? Nope. I lied. We have a phone call. <laughs> Hello. This is Bruder. I only shave once a year on Arbor Day. And then I let my hair grow until the next Arbor 
a day. Just like my ancestors, the Vikings, I also like to drink the blood of my enemies from a skull. Well, there's a little more insight into Bruder. I'm really glad I didn't tick him off when we were on the office tour. <laughs> he didn't have a skull with him. Yeah. <laughs> that was a beat. He's like an, a pirate. Only saves on Arbor Day. Arbor Day. Oh, I don't I'm even know. When is Arbor Day? Jokes. Is that the same as like Earth Day? No. no. Earth Day is, is Earth Day, Day and Arbor Day is in... September? May. May? <laughs> So he's either getting ready to shave or has just shaved. <laughs> Hold on, let me think. Earth Day is when you destroy the earth by holding concerts to save the earth. And Arbor Day is when you plant a tree. Ew. I thought it was a sailing holiday. Arbor no, Day? Arbor Day is when you plant a tree. You plant a tree. It is, oh, it is April 30th. So it's a few days after you destroy it by having a yes. concert. Yes. Okay. That's cool. So he's actually... Like pretty fresh and clean, clean then. So the fresh and so clean, clean. So fresh and so clean. Yes, but he's drinking my blood right now. Are you an enemy? I am an enemy because you're not on Gravity Beard. Speaking of enemies. Perfect. I thought you were going to say Anima. (laughs) Not Anima. It's an enemy. Let's start with you, Sabrina. Uh, Wait, we need to revisit what it is. What is this thing? This is from Hidden Springs Brewery, Hidden Springs Ale Works out of Tampa, Florida. They're Drone Thugs in Harmony. I wonder if Bone Thugs in Harmony know about this beer because they would be very upset. There's no meeting at a crossroads with this beer. Well, Sabrina, what are your thoughts? Um, it's very sweet and sour, and it's hard to get through the whole can because it's what is it, sixteen ounces a pint? Uh, yeah, no, like I enjoyed it, but I couldn't drink a lot of them. Like I'd be a two, like I tap out after two. Two? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm having a hard time getting through one. Mm-hmm. Just because of how wow like, sour it that is. says a lot considering how we were all like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. like I like it I liked it yeah but like you get through like eight twelve ounces of it and you're like oh god there's still more to go <laughs> that's what she said <sighs> yeah so I'm a two well I'm giving it a one because it is exactly like I described it before it's like somebody grounded some sweet sweet tarts, tarts. and stuck yeah. it in water and it's not working this is not working at all i don't i think they brewed a bunch of it and now they got to sell it knowing that this is not good i don't know how this even relates to the band in any way shape or form. how do you rate the label though the label i rate a six label is pretty cool but that's about it. If you want to buy a beer and just stick it on your shelf for people to look at, this is the beer to go with. All of Hidden Springs Aleworks labels are like this. Like where the same they have, exact? Yes. All of their beers that I've seen, all four that I've seen in stores, have had labels like this. Like the name is there front and center. It gives you the description right underneath. Tells you the ABV and the name of Hidden Springs Aleworks on there. And then there's a bunch of other stuff that's on the label. And you just go, what does that have to do pertaining to the beer? Like, they have this one IPA out. I swear that there's, like, people on it that you just go, like, who is that? And you're like, it's somebody. Like, they have, like, people on them and, like, weird symbols. I figured this was stuff that related to the band. Well, and it's got, like, a hibiscus on there. And a donut. bone. And pizza with an eye. I know Bone Thugs and Harmony were all about donuts. They, and a cockroach. They often sung about donuts. Is yeah, it a I, cockroach I or a beetle? I'm going cockroach. Hmm. Uh, I was I, thinking dung beetle. And a spaceship abducting something. Yeah, I think that's more beetle. But I, I don't understand what they were thinking when they made this beer. Candy wrapper? It is definitely not good, and I'm going with the one. Yeah, the one IPA that I'm talking about has Neil deGrasse Tyson on it. And you just go, what is he doing on a can of IPA? There's nothing he has to do with it in any way. And you look at the IPA and it's just a traditional IPA. But what's the name of it? I can't remember the name of the beer right now. I bet it has something to do with space. (laughs) 
I don't know. So. It's just to grab your attention so you buy the beer. Because some people only buy their alcohol by the way the label looks. Chris. Chris. Laura. No. <laughs> no, she buys wine that way. That's how I buy wine. Speaking of Laura, what's your thoughts on the beer? Well, I think it tastes like mushy peas <laughs> and sweet tarts mixed together. And it's gross. Like, there's nothing appealing to it from the smell to the flavor whatsoever. Um, so I give it a one. All right, beer master. So to answer Sabrina's question there, I just remembered the name of the beer. It yeah. is Bear Lasers. Bear Lasers. Which is really good. I like that one. That one's really good from them. Their ZBT is good. But Bear Lasers is definitely the best. That's what got me started on this brewery. And this one... If this were my first one that I ever had from them, would be enough to take me away from that brewery. Because this is just not a great beer. I think Chris's assessment of that it's a sweet tart in water is sweet a... Sweet tart gr- and mushy peas. I don't taste the mushy I don't, peas. I don't, I don't get oh, them. Yeah. You're the smelt- only one getting mushy peas. I smelt them. It's a total sweet tart beer. Yeah. And if you like sweet tarts, try the beer. Me, personally, mm-hmm. I don't do the sweet and sour. Like, I'm not a big fan of sours to begin with. So this one I have to give a one-to because it's a struggle getting through this one can. It's a 12? It's a one. Okay. Well, you said one-two. <laughs> yeah, we only ju- go to six, <laughs> Chris. We're only going to six, Chris. Okay. And so right now I'm three. giving it a one. And I was more like I said I'm getting... It's trouble. <laughs> Now I want to listen to the replay and see how I said it. I thought I said I'm giving it a one because it's a struggle to get through. No, you said I'm giving it a one two. Well, instead of one also, it's a T O O instead of one also. Was there a comma in there? Yes, there was a slight pause, and if not, Chris will put that in there during editing because I don't do commas. <laughs> but yeah, this beer is not the best. It's a one. Well, there you go. Low ratings all around. Sorry. It's very disappointing. Yeah. All their other stuff I've had from them has been good. It's really tart and sweet. You were all into it in the yeah, beginning. You were. Yeah, you, you were. Yeah, you were all in right away. Like, yeah. I enjoyed it from the get-go, but like I said, like I think I would like it better if it was like a 12-ounce. Yeah. I think if I didn't smell it first, I would like it better. I think I've definitely got, like, because I went through the first 12-ounce really quick. I can't believe you Make let four ounces sit there like that. I would have given you mine to drink. I know. I liked it better if it was a one ounce. <laughs> yeah, and then I had the other beer that I was drinking on top of that, which is also tart. So it just was. Well, nobody told you to start drinking that right away. Now drink your sweet tea. I don't drink sweet tea. That's Laura. Well, drink your not so sweet tea. That'll take the tartness away. Fair enough. All right. Well, that wraps up shaving. I'm Christopher DeVos. But where can you find us? <laughs> oh, do you want to do that? <laughs> no, I was just wondering. I thought that was Sabrina. They've already place. found us, J.L., if they're listening. <laughs> well, fine. I'm glad you found us. All right, where can you find us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, on our Facebook official Podcast 42 Facebook group page. You can also find us on Patreon. You can email us at podcast42show at gmail.com. We do answer questions and get around to reading those. So please, send us your emails. Um, anywhere you can find a podcast, congratulations, you found us. Yay! We also have a website, podcast42show.wordpress.com. You can find all of our beer ratings on there and a beer guide listing as, long, as well as um, all of our Shoot. shows. Uh, we're part of the Podfix Network. And our phone number is 727-238-5887. So go ahead and call us. Leave us a voicemail message. I mean, we enjoy Bruder, but we'd enjoy you more. Uh, and our artwork is by... <laughs> you're welcome, JL. Um, our artwork is by Cute Panda. You can find Cute Panda for... Uh, commissions on Facebook and our theme music is by Cremo. Find more music on Cremo.net or on Facebook under Cremo. So yeah, please call us because that's our best pickup line. Yep. Now I can say my name. You can sure. say your name now. I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. JL Tros. I'm Laura. Bye. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Catch you on the flippity flop. Gong. No,
not all conversations or events are 100% accurate. As if you didn't figure that out already. Some things are changed or added or even deleted for the sake of attempted comedy. All sources are never verified and all information is subject to being slightly sketchy. In other words, we are just having some fun. Thank you for listening. This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com. Say, do you spend full time shaving and get only a half day shave? Oh, why don't you shave? Why spend full time shaving to get only a half day shave? <laughs> when you could get an all day shave. The Palm Olive Lather Shaving Cream Way. Yes, for a shave that most men find really lasts from morning <coughs> till night. Follow the Palm Olive Lather Way. The Palm Olive Lather Shaving Cream Way was tested by 1,200 men. And no matter how they shaved before, 7 out of 10 reported cleaner, closer shaves. And mighty comfortable shaves, too. Palm Olive's rich, billowy lather lets you cut whiskers off right down at skin level. Just see if your face doesn't feel velvet smooth. Your shave cleaner, closer. Yes, try Palm Olive Lather Shaving Cream and follow package directions for an all-day shave. Get Palm Olive Lather today. And men, to top off your perfect shave, use the lotion that soothes your face from shave to shave. New Palm Olive After Shave Lotion. <laughs>